Chakshurun militam yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Nama Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam yena Bhutale Svayam Rupakadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutta Padakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavangscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatang Vitam Tang Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitangscha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Shri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nivishesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Vanchakalpatruvyascha Kripa Sinduvya Evacha Patitanam Pavanevyo Vaishnavevyo Namo Namaha Hey Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sude Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gauravakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Welcome everyone to Saturday Sangha Sam, we're going to hear our, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it seems like now the speed of time, I don't know, it increases to the point where one week becomes like about two days. I don't know if that's from being in one place for so long or if it's uh, from getting older or if it's a combination of both. Um, but 
Seems like time is zipping by. And on the other side, of course, we're all feeling like time is dragging because all the situation with pandemic restrictions mm, seems to go on and on. Mm. Um, well, shall we sing? I don't know if, uh, I don't know how popular this part of our program is, but I thought we'll finish at least uh, this series of songs, and then maybe we'll open for suggestions. Uh, what else we can do? It can be more singing or it can be something else. So now we have Bhajana Lala Sa, song number 10 of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. And this song is, again, it's a Lala Sa, it's a longing, longing for Bhajana. But it seems like it's kind of stepping back to the sense of spiritual lamentation, as we will see. And this song is addressed not to the Lord, but to the Guru, Guru Dev. Borokripa Kori Rume Diacho Stana Agya Dilo More E Braje Boshi Horinam Gurudev, because you are so merciful, you gave me a place in Godruma amid the woodlands of Goda. With this order to fulfill, dwell here in this Vrindavan and sing the holy name of Hari. But when, O oh Master, out of your great mercy, will you bestow upon this servant of yours the spiritual competence to fulfill that order? When will my mind become tranquil and fixed? When will I endure all hardships and serve Lord Hari without distraction. Due to attachment to worldly pleasures in childhood and youth, I have developed bad habits. Because of these sinful acts, my body has become an impediment to the service of the Supreme Lord. And the last verse, now in old age, afflicted by the fivefold illnesses, how will I serve the Lord? Oh, Master, please tell me, I have fallen at your feet, weeping, overwhelmed by anxiety. 
Okay, um, here's something. If someone wants to do a quick research, I don't know where to look for this. What are the five-fold illnesses? Pancha roga. Um, we could guess, but there's probably something shastric. Maybe the five um, having to do with the five koshas, the shells in the body. Okay, let's try this. <clears throat> Guru Dev, Bodo Kripa Kori. Gauravana Mache Godrume Diyacho Stana Bodokripa Kori Gauravana Mache Godrume Diyacho Stana Agyadila Mohare Ep Praje Bosi Harinam Kodo Gana Agyadila Mohore Ebraje Bosi Harinam Kodo Gana Kintu Kabe Prabhu Jogatar Tibe Edasere Toya Kori Kintu Kabe Prabhu Yojota Arpibe Edasere Doya Kori Chittastir Hafe Shakala So Hibo Akante Bajibo Hari Tastir hape shakala sohibo ekante bojibo hari shaisava jobane jadasukha sange apasahoilo manda shaisava jobane Jada Sukha Sangye Abhyasa Hoilo Manda Nija Karma Dose Edo Hoilo Banjanera Prati Banda Nija Karma Dose Edo Hoilo Janera Prati Banda Bardake Akon Panchago Rogi Hatta Kamone Bojibo Bolo Bardake Akon Pancharoge Hatta Kamone Bojibo Bolo Kandiya, Kandiya, 
So Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur sings Gurudev Boro Kripa Kori Godavanan Maje Godrume Diacho Stan. Because of your great mercy, Boro Kripa Koriya, having given, having made this mercy, Goda Vana Maje. Madje means uh, amidst, Sanskrit would be Madhye, <clears throat> Godavana, uh, the forest of Goda, in Goda Desh. Godrume Diachostan, you've given me a place, Diacha, a, a place, Stana, in Godruma. Of course, Godruma is one of the nine islands of Navadvik. And what is presently identified as Godruma Dvipa is uh, just across from uh, Mayapur, actually from Antardvip, uh, from, uh, we can say, Ishodhyan area, um, across the Jalangi. So, and as many of you know, uh, Bhaktivinotak, who built a house uh, which is there, it's being maintained very nicely uh, with a balcony with a view across uh, the Jalangi uh, to see, so that he could see uh, the Yoga Pit, the birthplace of uh, Goranga Mahaprabhu, and also anticipating uh, the, uh, the grand temple that's now being constructed on Bhuta Mandir. Agnya Dila More, E Braje Boshi, or Boshiha, Harinam Korogan Gana. Uh, this is the Agya, the order uh, that Mahabharata, uh, that Gurudev, that the Guru gives. Dila More, you gave me Dila, this order. E braje boshi, boshiya, sitting down in this Vrindavan, Godruma Vrindavan. Harinam Korogana, do the singing of Harinam. Kintu Kabe Prabhu, Jogata Arpibe Edashe Doya Kori. So this has the question word, Kobe, when? When, O Prabhu, however, kintu, a very Sanskritic kintu, jogjata, uh, jogjata, yogyata, jogjata, Bengali, rp bay, when will you offer um, a pr uh, ability and the competence uh, to this servant, Edasere Doya Kori, uh, giving mercy to the servant, servant of yours. Um, when are you going to mm, make it possible for me to fulfill your order? <laughs> You're ordering me to chant Harinama. 
um, in this particular place, but I, I don't feel I have the qualification to do that. Chitta stir habe shakola shahibo ekante majibo hari. When will my mind become tranquil? Chitta stir habe. Uh, and fixed, uh, stira. When will I endure all hardships? Shahibo, shakala, everything. Ekante, uh, and serve Lord Hari without distractions. Bajibo uh, will serve Hari ekante with singular mind. So this is uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur's rhetorical question. When, when is this mercy going to come to me that I can fix my mind to actually chant the holy name properly? Shaishava Jovani Jara Shukha Shonge Abhyas hoilo mondo. Now he's describing his disqualifications due to attachment to worldly pleasures in childhood and youth. Childhood, shaishab, from shishu, uh, jovane, in youth. Jada shuka shange, in association with we can say dull happiness, jada, can just mean uh, material happiness. Abhyas, hoilomanda, I developed bad, here translated as bad, manda, abhyasa, abhyasa here translated as habits. Uh, of course, uh, abhyasa also means practice, so whatever we repeat, and do all the time, that is our habit and our practice. Nija karma doshe. Because of these sinful acts, these, uh, my own, uh, the faults of my own actions, eight deho hoilo, my body has become protibanda an impediment, something which holds back bhajana, bhajanair protibanda, something that holds against. My own body is keeping me from uh, doing what I want. Why? Because of my faults uh, in my own actions. Bardake akon pancharoge hoto kamone bojibo bolo. Now in old age, afflicted by the fivefold illnesses, how will I serve the Lord? Kamone, how? Bojibo will worship bolo, uh, bolo, bolo wa, I suppose. Um, Bardakye, now that I'm old, akon now, pancharoge hotto, 
with five kinds of illnesses. And we have a note from Avaduta Rai that in Shushruta Samhita, which is one of the Ayurvedic texts, there are five types of disease, mudha garbha, arsha, ashmari, bagander, and mukaroga. Uh, now, if we just had translations of those, but okay. <clears throat> That's a start. Um, yeah, kandia kandia tomar chorone podiachi shuvihvala. I have fallen at your feet, weeping and weeping, overwhelmed by anxiety, podiachi. Uh, I've fallen, tomar uh, charane, at your feet, suvihvala. Overwhelmed by anxiety. So, kandia, kandia, I'm crying and crying. So, there's a definite sense of urgency here uh, that I need to have. You've given me this mercy. Now I can live in Brindavan, in, the, uh, in, Godad, in Godrumadvip. You're giving me this blessing. That's wonderful. But now you've given me another task, not just to live here and enjoy life, but to uh, serve the Lord. But I feel completely unqualified to do that. And so I'm requesting some more mercy from you, O Gurudev. (laughs) I was uh, somewhat expecting there to be um, after last week's verse or song, which is taken based on uh, the Upadeshamrita, verse number eight of Srila Goswami, I was wondering, will we have a, a song based on verse number nine uh, here, but I think not, <laughs> because verse number nine of Upadesh Amrita, we can still read it. Nine, 10, and 11, as many of you will know, the three final verses of Upadesh Amrita are glorifying um, the Lord's abode, and in particular, highlighting as the most glorious. Shirad uh, Hakunda. So the first of these three uh, goes like this Vaikuntha Janito Vara Madapuri, Madupuri, Tatrapira Sotsavad, Vrindaran Yama Udara Pani Ramanat, Tatrapi Govardhana, Radha Kundam Ihapi Gokulapate. Premamrita plavanat kuryat asya virajato giritate sevang viveki naka. The holy place known as Mathura is spiritually superior to Vaikuntha, the transcendental world 
Why? Because the Lord appeared there. forest of Vrindavan. Why? Because of Krishna's Rasalila pastimes. And superior to the forest of Vrindavan is Govardhan Hill. Why? It was raised by the divine hand of Sri Krishna and was the site of his various loving pastimes. And above all, the super excellent Sri Radha Kunda stands supreme, for it is over flooded with the ambrosial nectarian prema of the Lord of Gokula Sri Krishna. Gokula Pate Premamrita Aplavanat. It's flooded Aplavana. Uh, with the prema amrita uh, of Lord Shri Krishna Gokula Pati. <clears throat> Where then, now comes uh, the rhetorical question, uh, where then is that intelligent person who is unwilling to serve this divine Radha Kunda which is situated at the foot of Govardhan Hill. And of course, the answer is nowhere. <laughs> there is nowhere that an intelligent person is, would be unwilling. So that would be the understanding. Or another way to understand is we should become intelligent um, by having this uh, willingness uh, to serve Radha Kunda, Giri, giri Tate Sevam. Um, intelligent person here, the Sanskrit is Viveki, one, one who has discrimination. Viveka means discrimination, Viveki is a person who has discrimination. Um, now, some several weeks ago, we were discussing over a period of weeks about the Holy Dham, uh, so many aspects uh, about the Holy Dham and about service in the Holy Dham. And one point that came up is that one of the ways we can serve the Holy Dham is in the mind, manasika, manasika puja, manasika seva. Suggesting that um, not being in Radha Kund, uh, we can nonetheless remember Radha Kunda, just the remembering of the place is service, but we can also uh, do manasika seva there. For example, one could be cleaning uh, the area around Radha Kunda. One could be sweeping mentally, just going and sweeping the steps and the, the walkway around uh, the path around Radha Kunda. And in that way, we can be blessed. Mm. 
Hare Krishna. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur Ki Jai. Srila Rupa Goswami Ki Jai. Um, yeah, I was thinking a bit about Radha Kunda in particular because uh, yesterday I gave a short presentation on on the glories of Mayapur Dham. Actually, I'm thinking, if you like, um, I made notes about that, and if you like, you can see the notes, but I have to see if I can figure out um, how to post them. Maybe I'll post them to... Um, to Dharma Gupta. To the chat, Guru Maharaj, you can maybe post if it's just a text, you can post it to the chat. If not, uh, we can post it uh, in a, later in a, in a group. In a yeah. Group. Um, okay, well, oh, I see now how to do it. Okay, I'll, um, I'll work on this. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, first thing I wanted to first order of business. I just wanted to check uh, because Chitrakarni was announcing last time that we can help the Turkish Yatra by, by ordering Bhagavad Gita's. And uh, let's see, is she here with us today? Hare Krishna. Ah, you're here. I just wanted to check whether devotees responded to that. Um, I saw there was a question how to go about it. It seemed like it wasn't completely clear. So maybe you just want to clarify how to do that. Oh, yes, I sent the information and uh, from uh, several devotees. Um, I have received a 96 euro of donation for the Bhagavad Gita. Oh, okay. That's something. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> I guess it's still possible if, if uh, devotees want to take part. Uh, it's not too late. The advantages, the reason that I asked my God brothers and sisters, because it is only five euro. Yes. The difference between US dollar and Turkish lira. So this gives us advantage. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah. No, I understand that. So what I'm saying is it's not too late to participate. Yes, it's not too late because Turkish lira is keep on falling down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. I saw a news item about that also. Anyway, good. So Turkish Yatra Kijai. Does um, everybody... Well, uh, again, maybe, uh, maybe it will help if you post somewhere the procedure how to do that for devotees. Yes, uh, Dira Lalita Mataji helped me. She suggested that 
Chitra Karuni, just send your PayPal um, email. That will be the easiest way. Uh -huh. And uh, the Turkish Yatra head, uh, His Grace Nirshima Krishna Prabhu, became so happy from this help. He, he became really, really happy. And because Good. they are working so hard, uh, they are really working very hard. Yeah. With all their energy for the Turkish Yatra. Good. Um, Kaveri, you wanted to say something. Yes, uh, sometimes, I don't know for other countries, but for us, it was difficult to make the bank uh, transfers because we assume there's some restrictions to send it to Turkish. Um, to, yeah. Specifically, so they were asking all kinds of questions, but PayPal worked out fine. So if you find mm -hmm. an impediment in the first try, there are other ways to, to send it and be discouraged. It can be worked out. Okay, good. Uh, thank you. <clears throat> um, all right, the next thing that I have uh, noted here is that Pandava and Bhagavati have a presentation for us. Are you here? Yes, Kurumahaj, we are here. Ah. Hare Krishna. Are we visible? Uh, not yet. Prabhu, <laughs> can you just try to click once instead of twice? I think that you're clicking twice on the camera icon. So just uh, click once and patiently wait until camera activates. I see some failure here with the camera. Please let another video camera in settings. So settings. Oh, okay, okay, let's see. We have some technical difficulties here. Just a second, Maharaj. just a second. I think I know. <laughs> because I was... So the, the camera no, does, no, the camera no, does no, work. There. Aha, they can see us now. We can see you. Great. <laughs> so, uh, this is Joseph uh, from Leicester. He's <laughs> helping us also because the, you know there are few characters and for two people it's a little bit too much. <laughs> so he okay. comes from the devoted family, mother and three children, and he's fantastic about this. There's some some small theatre experience, so this is a, a a delight for myself to be able to serve in this way. So thank you so much for this opportunity. <laughs> Let's see exactly now what do we what do you see? Do you have a vision now? Yes, yes, we have. We see what looks like an empty stage. Can you see can you see our theater, Maharaj? <laughs> we can. So please excuse our um, imperfections. imperfections. 
and the weekend stuff. <clears throat> a very pious Brahmin, after visiting many holy places, came to the house of Lord Chaitanya. This Brahmin worshipped Lord Krishna with six six-syllable Gopala mantra, and he ate only remnants of Gopal's Mahaprasadam. He kept his deity, Bala Gopal, and Shalagram Shila around his neck. He chanted Krishna's name constantly. Jagannath Mishra greeted the guest and washed his feet and then offered him an elevated seat. Where is your residence? I'm not interested in worldly affairs. So I traveled throughout the lands because of my restless mind. It is a good fortune for the world that you travel everywhere. I feel most fortunate today. So allow me to prepare cooking for you. Do as you please. Sri Mishra made all arrangements, cleansed the kitchen and arranged for cooking ingredients. The Brahmin cooked and sat down to offer all preparations to Krishna. He began his meditation when Supreme Lord Sri Guranga appeared before him. Smiling, he took a handful of food from the Brahmin's offering and ate it. While surprised, the Brahmin looked on. Alas, alas, this restless boy has stolen the food meant for offering. Mishra enters quickly the room. Seeing Nimai eating the rice, he starts chasing after Nimai, but the Brahmin catches his hand. Dear Mishra, you are so respectable and knowledgeable person, but what this little boy knows, what will beating accomplish? It's one thing to beat a person who can reason right from wrong, but I forbid you to beat the boy. Don't feel sad, dear Mishra. Supreme Lord certainly knows everything that happens at all times. Please bring whatever fruits or vegetables you have. I shall eat today. If you consider me as your servant, then let me arrange for you to cook again. I will only be satisfied when you cook again. We all are begging you for that. Since you all desire it, I shall cook every preparation again. While the Brahmin cooked, Sri Shatimata carried little Nimai to the neighbor's house. There, the ladies teased Nimai, saying, Hey Nimai, is this the way you should act, stealing the Brahmin's food? What is my fault? The Brahmin called me. Oh, Nimai, will you do more mischief? Have you lost your caste? Who knows who this Brahmin is? How can, he, how can you maintain your caste after eating the food cooked by him? I belong to cow tender caste. I accept food prepared by Brahmins all the time. How does a cow tender lose his caste by eating Brahmin's food. Little Nimai was carried from house to house where people enjoyed his arrangements, his arguments, sorry. 
In means in the meantime, the Brahmin cooked and sat down to make the offering to Lord Balagopal. Little Nimai charmed everyone and left unnoticed when he went to the Brahmin's house where he was offering the food. Stealthily, Lord Chaitanya put a handful of rice into his mouth and left. Alas, alas, boy ate the rice. Alarmed, Jagannath Mishra grabbed a stick and chased after Nimai, who fled and hid himself in the room. You shall see today. Act in this mischievous manner, will you? Although I'm cultured and knowledgeable, you think I'm a great fool? In whose house can you find such a big thief? I shall beat you. The people tried to stop Jagannath Mishra and reason with him. The Brahmin also came there and caught on Mishra's hand and said, Please hear me. The young boy is not at fault. Whatever is destined to occur on a certain day must happen. I'm not destined to have Lord Krishna's rice offering today. This is confidential truth of this matter. At this moment, Vishvarup came in and the Brahmin was mesmerized by his beautiful, by his beautiful form. Effulgent with a Brahmin thread around his youthful body. Enchanted, he asked, Who is this father of this extraordinary personality? He is the son of Sri Mishra. Virtuous are the parents of such sons. Now Vish Vishvarup began to speak. We are all blessed to have a guest like you who travels to sanctify the earth. It's our immense fortune to have such a guest like you. But at the same time, I feel unfortunate that you cannot eat. If a guest in a house must fast, then that house must fall into auspiciousness, inauspiciousness. Don't feel sorry. I shall eat some fruits and vegetables. I am a forest dweller. I cannot get rice or cooked food in the forest, so I live mostly on fruits, fruits or vegetables. I seldom eat rice, only if it comes my way. Without endeavor, I feel I have eaten a billion times over, simply from the pleasure of seeing you. Please go and bring whatever you have in the house, fruits or offering, and I will eat them now. Me? No, it's page one. The Brahmin, obviously. Sir, you are magnanimous and a magnanimous ocean of mercy. Yet I must ask you something. Saintly person by nature, feel distressed by others' pain and ready to give joy to others. With, li with little effort, you can cook an, a rice offering for the Lord. This will dispel all the miseries of my family and you will feel great happiness. I already cooked twice, yet Lord Krishna did not allow me to eat. I can understand I'm not distant to eat today. This must be desire of Lord Krishna. One may have ultimate unlimited food in the house, but no one but one may eat only if Lord Krishna allows. It's now 1.30 at night. It is appropriate to start cooking this late. 
So don't make any arrangements for cooking. I shall eat some fruit. There's nothing wrong with, uh, with the time. Everyone will be pleased if you cook. Vishwarup called hold, caught hold of the Brahmin's feet. Others also asked the Brahmin to cook. Charmed by the Vishwarup, Brahmins, the Brahmin said, All right, I will cook. After all arrangements, um, the Brahmin proceeded to cook. The child Nimai was kept by Jagannath Mishra behind the closed door. The pious Brahmin cooked and prepared an offering plate, sat down and ready to offer every, everything to Lord Krishna in meditation. Nimai enchanted everyone by his sweetness and everyone fell asleep. Sri Chaitanya um, appeared before the Brahmin. When the Brahmin saw the young boy, Nimai, he raised an alarm, but nobody heard him. They were in a deep sleep. You are known as magnanimous soul. You called for me, so I came. Why should I be blamed for that? You chanted mantras to involve me. You invited me, therefore I came to you. How could I resist? You always meditate on me, so I decided to appear before you. The Brahmin saw a wonderful sight. The Supreme Lord stood in his eight-handed form, holding in four hands, conch shell, disc, mace, and lotus. And in two other hands, he held an eight butter. And with two other hands, he played the flute. The Brahmin saw the Lord's form, decorated with gem-studded ornaments. His breast was marked with um, the Shivatsa and Kashtuba jewels. His head was decorated with fresh forest flowers, uh, circling his uh, peacock, circling a peacock feather. His pink lotus petal eyes uh, smiled sweetly, as his knee-length uh, Vijanti flower garland and his exquisite sharp-shaped earrings swayed delicately. His feet, his feet were like blossoming lotus flowers, decorated with tinkling gem-studded ankle bells. And the luster from his delicate pearl-like nails dissipated the darkness. Now the Brahmin saw the surroundings transformed into Vrindavandam. Wonderful Kandamba trees with chirping birds, cowherd boys and girls roamed about exactly like he envisioned in his daily meditation. Overcome with ecstasy at seeing such extraordinary display, the pious Brahmin fell unconscious. Sri Gora Sundara, who is the ocean of mercy, placed this transcendental, placed his transcendental hand on the Brahmin's body. He regained consciousness, but was speechless and inert with overwhelming joy. Repeatedly, he fell swooning to the ground. He was moved by upsurges of spiritual emotions, shivering, perspiration, and honiculation. Tears flowed freely from as Mother Gunga from his eyes. The Brahmin caught hold of the Lord's feet and cried loudly. All learned Brahman, please listen to me. In many past lives, you were my servitor, always meditating upon me. 
Therefore, I have come to show myself to you. In my previous incarnation as Krishna, I appeared in the house of Maharaj Nanda in this very form, but you have forgotten. I appeared in Gokul Dham, and at that time you were making pilgrimages to holy sites by divine arrangements. You came as a guest to Nanda's house and offered me your foodstuffs. We exchanged affections just as we are doing now. You are my servant birth after birth. Therefore, I have appeared before you. No one other than my servants can see me as I am. I am telling you these confidential topics. Do not reveal them to anybody. As long as my present incarnation remains on this earth, if you reveal my identity, I will finish your body. I have appeared where the chanting of Lord Krishna's holy name already began, and I will initiate the propagation of the chanting all over the world. I will freely distribute to every house the process of loving devotional service to the Supreme Lord, which is fervently desired by even Lord Brahma and other elevated personalities. Remain with us for some time to see my, my pastime. But we are forbidden to describe these esoteric topics to anyone. After pacifying and showering his mercy upon the Brahmin, Lord Gaurasundra returned to his room and lay down like a child. The Brahmin was filled with great exhilaration. He smeared his body with transcendental rice and then ate it in ecstasy. He danced, sang, laughed and shouted loudly. All, All glories to Lord Balagopal. This awakened the residents. So he restrained himself from further outbursts of spiritual emotions. He considered telling everyone what he knew, but remembering the Lord's instructions did not speak to anyone. The Brahmin moved close to the Lord's house and after begging, Eight, um, after begging at day, he returned to see Lord Chaitanya. Thank you. Very nice. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> You have you enjoyed the production. <laughs> yes, we did enjoy. Very, very nicely devotionally done. Preparing us for tomorrow's appearance of Lord Goranga. <laughs> thank you, Maharaj. Adibo, thank you. Yeah, it's interesting to see how how much one can do uh, with very simple arrangements like here just some cutouts of the pictures placing them and leaving everything for everything for our imagination so that that's uh reminding us that we can make 
all kinds of uh, all kinds of uh, performance of drama, which is very central. Drama was very central to uh, Mahaprabhu's and his followers' uh, practices. We read in Chaitanya Bhagavata that Lord Chaitanya, with his associates in Mayapur, would perform uh, dramas. Uh, that Lord Chaitanya would take on uh, the, he would dress as Lakshmi Devi and uh, he would look so much, uh, he, he, he looked like Lakshmi Devi to the extent that even his own mother, <laughs> Shachimata, could not recognize him. Uh, that's the test. If your mother cannot recognize you in some costume or some particular uh, character, then you have really managed to do it well. Because if anyone can recognize you, it's your mother, right? Yeah, I've always wondered about this Brahman. We never... We don't know what his name was. He's an anonymous Brahmin. And we also don't know exactly how it is that we know this story, considering that, uh, according to the story, the Brahmin was uh, very severely warned not to tell anyone what happened. So if he didn't tell anyone what happened, it kind of leaves the question, how do we know? How does uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj know? Uh, was it by his divine vision? Um, did Lord Chaitanya tell some of his friends later? How do we know? <laughs> anyway, that's just my skeptical mind. Um, okay. Well, this leads nicely into our subject of uh, Gaur Purnima tomorrow, the appearance of Mahaprabhu. Uh, before I proceed with that, I did upload my notes for the little presentation I gave yesterday. Um, it was a bit funny because I was informed um, by His Holiness Lokanath Swami in advance that I should speak for 20 minutes. Okay, so I planned for 20 minutes. And then when the time came, and I was all prepared, I even had these notes. Uh, then it, hap it turns out that this is going to be with back and forth translation into Hindi. Uh, this devotee Radhapati Gopinath, I believe is his name. Excellent translator, I must say. Um, said, okay, we're, we'll be translating. So that meant, oh, then I only have 10 minutes effectively. <laughs> Anyway, we went for 20 minutes and then I asked him, so what now? Because I was only halfway through my notes, through what I had planned. 
And he said, no, no, no problem. You go ahead for another 20 minutes. <laughs> so that's what we did. Anyway, uh, that was about Sridham Mayapur, and I won't repeat that discussion. You can see the notes if you like. Here is a verse um, from Sri Prabodhananda Sarasati, his Chaitanya Chandramrita, verse number 96. And it's with a beautiful translation by Gopinata Charya Prabhu in Oxford. He likes to do this whenever there's a, a Vaishnav festival coming up. He likes to um, prepare us uh, by sending uh, one of his original translations. He's a very uh, talented Sanskritist. So the Sanskrit of the verse goes like this. Yayanto giri kandare shubhavo brahmanu bhuyasate yogabhyasa parascasanti bhava siddha mahimandale vidya shaurya danadi bischa bhavo valganti mityodhata Kova Gaurakritan Vinadya Jagati Premon Madanrityatu. Translation There are many in mountain caves who meditate and merge into Brahman. There are many in this wide world who are zealous in their yoga practice and attain complete perfection. And there are many who stagger about vainly elated by learning, valor, or wealth. But who now can dance drunken on love without Goranga's grace. Kova gora, kripam, go, kova gora kripam vinadya jagati premonmada nrityatu. <clears throat> so in other words, devotees are seeking the grace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to dance in a state of intoxication in prema, prema unmada. So that's very nice. And I wanted to also read uh, one of the manas, manas, manashiksha verses from Raghunathas. Uh, because it mentions um, Sachi Suna, uh, the son of Sachi Mata. Uh, this is verse number two. Nadarmam nadarmam shutigana niruktam kilukuru Raja Radha Krishna Pracharaparicharyam ihatanu. 
Sachi sunung nandishvarapati suttatve guruvaram Mukunda prestatve smaraparamajasram nanumana. Indeed, do not perform any pious acts prescribed in the Vedas and supporting literature or sinful acts forbidden in them. Staying here in Raja, please perform profuse service to Sri Sri Radha Krishna. O mind, unceasingly remember the son of Sachi as the son of Nanda Maharaja and Sri Guru as the dearest servant of Lord Mukunda. So, of course, Srila Raghunath Das Goswami was living in Vrindavan. He was, um, he was living at Radhakund, actually. Um, and there's uh, the stanam of Raghunath Das at, at um, Radhakund, where they uh, keep, I think it's Akanda Kirtan, 24-hour Kirtan. And where I some several years ago, uh, we few of us were were doing parikram of Govardhan Radha Kunda, and we came there to his ashram, and we sat down with the devotees who were singing, and um, we were singing with them for some time, and then they invited me to lead the singing, <laughs> and I started. Uh, to sing the Panchatattva mantra. And they said, no, 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 no. Only Hare Krishna. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was apparently the rule. So this is, an again, an address to the mind. Uh, na dharmam, na adharmam, shutigana niruktam. So in the Shruti Gana, in all of the Shrutis, there are so many instructions of Dharma and things to be done and things not to be done. And Raghunath Das is saying, uh, don't worry about these things. Na dharmam, na adharmam, Shruti Gana, niruktam, kila, kuru. Don't do... Don't do the pious acts, don't do the impious acts. Then what should I do? Vraja, in Vraja, Radha Krishna Prachura Paricharyam. Uh, be engaged, Paricharyam, in service to Radha and Krishna, um, in, in profuse service, uh, Prachura Paricharyam. Um, what else should I do? Sachi sunum nandishvara pati sutatve. Remembering Sachi's son as being the same, uh, non-different, being the son of uh, the Lord Nandishvara, the Lord of, of Rindavan, Nanda, Nanda Maharaj. Uh, okay, remembering that. Guru Varam Mukunda Prestatve. And 
remembering the guru as being uh, preshta, dear, praishta, dear to mukunda, smara, remember, remember these things. Param ajasram, uh, ajasram I think means, yes, unceasingly, nanu manaha, O mind. Uh, please do this. So this is a, a nice instruction, a shiksha, mana shiksha to the mind. Okay, so now as further preparation for tomorrow, um, we can do some reading from Chaitanya Charitamrita. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaura Bhakta Vrinda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaura Bhakta Vrinda Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vrinda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vrinda Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vrinda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vrinda. Yesterday I was listening to a lecture online uh, by His Holiness Shachinandana Swami Maharaj on the glories of Lord Chaitanya on his uh, his his miracles. He was discussing his miraculous appearance and uh, one of this um, leelas he described was this leela of appearing to the Brahmin who was visiting the home of Jagannath Mishra and Sachimata and like that. And then he was taking questions and one of the questions was uh, how to represent, I can't give exact wording, but basically how to, how to communicate about these wonderful pastimes of Lord Chaitanya to, to outsiders, to people who are not familiar, or indeed for ourselves, how much can we understand, can we appreciate? So Sachinanan Maharaj, um, responded by saying, well, there are two, two, two particular uh, things that we can, mm, we can grasp ourselves and we can share with others. Uh, one is the main teaching uh, that he gave, which was to chant the holy name. And of course, uh, the whole, the running theme throughout Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's life uh, from the day he was born is uh, that we benefit uh, unlimitedly simply by chanting the Lord's names. 
And related to this uh, is the more general point, perhaps, um, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is a teacher. So he was acting as teacher, he was acting as guru and acharya. And how he was acting as guru, as acharya, was not simply by speaking, but also by his behavior, by his interaction with devotees. And I thought one of the, mm, one of the highlight, one of the pastimes that I, I like to remember, uh, which illustrates this teaching function of Lord Chaitanya, is uh, Gundicha Marjana Leela, the cleansing of Gundicha, uh, the Gundicha temple, which is the destination temple where Lord Jagannath, Subhadra, and Baladev are brought from Nilachala from their main temple uh, uh, on the Ratha Yatra procession. They are brought to this temple where they are, remain for several days and where they are served, um, from what I understand, with even more opulent food offerings than they receive in their regular temple. Um, and apparently, I may be corrected on this, but apparently the temple is, mm, except for this festival, the Gundicha temple, is basically vacant. There's nothing going on there throughout the year. And so in the course of the year, it becomes dusty and, you know, kind of, yeah, dirty. So, so Mahaprabhu, as Krishnadas Kaviraj describes, decides, let's go prepare for Lord Jagannath's arrival by cleaning Gundicha. One of the explanations I heard, by the way, of uh, Gundicha. Oh, um, excuse me, Abhidhuta Rai's looking for what I downloaded. I downloaded it um, right here in the chat box. If you scroll up, you will find it. Uh, okay, back to Gundicha. So one explanation of the name Gundicha that I've heard is it means aunt, as in aunt and uncle. So the aunt of Lord Jagannath, this is her, her place. And this is where she receives Lord Jagannath to, uh, to host him. She wants to please her nephew. This is one explanation. The auntie likes to um, likes to feast on the the nephew. So I just thought we could read some of this, and we can stop along the way um, and 
talk about some of the some of the details. If this is all right with all of you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay. I think it's now where to start. This is Madhyalila chapter 12. Uh, first, I will summarize some of the beginnings, starting with verse uh, 74. Um, Mahaprabhu asks permission from uh, those who are in charge of the temple, the Padicha, uh, the superintendent, for permission to do this cleaning. And uh, the Padicha is very happy. Yes, please, go ahead. Um, and he says that the king, which is, of course, King Prataparudra, has already ordered him, the superintendent of the temple, to cooperate uh, with Mahaprabhu, whatever he wants. Um, but he has one doubt. He says, Tomar Jogya Seva Nahe Mandir Marjana E Ekalila Koro Koro my dear Lord, washing the temple is not service befitting you. It's not appropriate. It's not yoga. It's not appropriate for you to do. But if you want to do it, uh, we will accept this as one of your pastimes. E ekalila koro. We'll take this as your lila. And then uh, the superintendent says, now, if you really want to do this, um, there's going to be some need for some equipment. You're going to need water pots, water pots, and you'll also need brooms. <clears throat> uh, so gutta, you'll need water pots, and, uh, oh, sammarjani, sounds like a very Sanskritic word, sammarjani is the word for broom here. So he says, please order me and I will arrange for all these things. Uh, and so that's what he does. He arranges for it says here a hundred new water pots, and of course this would be clay pots, and a hundred brooms. Now we have to remember what does an Indian uh, broom look like? It's not, it's not a you know a, like we have in the West with a wooden handle and um, you know our Western type of broom. Uh, this would be <clears throat> uh, simply a bundle of uh, some sort of grass. I don't think it's kusha grass. And there are different types. Some are softer and some are harder. Uh, some are very stiff. And then it's bound on one, one end. And you hold that end and you bend down. This is one difference in, in India. Uh, with the sweeping practice, you are being humble 
you're bending down as you sweep. Um, whereas the, the, the Western system is you keep your pride and you kind of keep standing up with a long broom <laughs> broomstick. Um, so these brooms were immediately arranged. Um, samarjani. Marjana means cleaning. Mandira marjana. This is what's happening here. Um, samarjani is a broom. So he arranges all this, and then it all starts the next day. Arodine prabhu, uh, sorry, Arodine prabhate layani jagana shri haste shobar ange lepila chandana. The next day, early in the morning, the Lord took his personal associates with him and with his own hand, here, Sri Haste, with his divine hand, Shobarange Lepila Chandan, he smeared sandalwood pulp on all of their bodies. So now we're being invited to start picturing the scene. Here's Mahaprabhu, he has a pot of Chandan, and as the devotees come, he personally is smearing it on their bodies. He then gave each devotee a broom. <laughs> so after worshiping, he's saying, okay, now get to work. <laughs> uh, he gave them with his own hand and taking all of them personally with him, the Lord went to Gundicha. In this way, the Lord and his associates went to cleanse the Gundicha temple. At first they cleansed the temple with the brooms, Pratome, Marjani, Laya, Korila, Shodana. They did Shodana, purifying, cleansing. And then come some details. The Lord cleansed everything inside the temple very nicely, including the ceilings. He then took up the sitting place, Singhasan, cleansed it, and again, put it in its original place. Um, incidentally, in case you're have in case you have not been um, schooled in how to clean a room, um, this gives us one hint. You start at the ceiling and work down. And this is quite reasonable because dirt and dust uh, come from up and they go down. So if you start by cleaning the floor and then work your way up, uh, that's not so good. Because <laughs> then what you're doing up here is going to come down and then you have to clean the floor again. Uh, this was a major cleaning job. It says, Chota Boro Mandir Koila Marjana Shodana Pache Taiche Shodila Shi Jagamohana. Thus, the Lord and his companions cleansed and swept all the temple's buildings, big and small, and finally cleansed the area between the temple and the Kirtan Hall. Now, 
the technical term for this last is Sri Jagamohan. Uh, th this is a, it's a space, it's, <clears throat> my understanding is, it's a raised platform. Uh, I know from the Radharaman temple in Vrindavan, uh, there's a large raised area uh, before the actual uh, sanctum, sanctorum, and that raised area, the, the priests there call the Jagamohan. They, they may be taking that name from uh, the Jagannath temple. So a lot of cleansing is going on. And here, some more details. Indeed, hundreds of devotees were engaged in cleansing all around the temple. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was personally carrying out the operation just to instruct others. So here, Mahaprabhu is acting as a manager. He's being like... Uh, um, like the temple commander. <laughs> He's telling everyone, go here, go there, bring this water pot, um, bring, bring the brooms and so on. But what is the mood in which he's doing this? Premolase shodin loyen krishnanam bhaktagana krishnakahe kore nijakam. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu washed and cleansed the temple in great jubilation, chanting the holy name of Lord Krishna all the time. Similarly, all the devotees were also chanting and all the same time, and at the same time performing their respective duties. So we can try to picture this. Hundreds of devotees with brooms and pots of water. First, it was all brooms. And they're all chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. So there's this hum, this buzz of activity going on and everyone is cleaning. Duli dhusar tanu dekite shobhanga. Kaha kaha ashu jale kore samarjana. The entire beautiful body of the Lord was covered with dust and dirt. In this way, it became transcendentally beautiful. At times, when cleansing the temple, the Lord shed tears, and in some places, he even cleansed with those tears. So just try to picture this situation. <laughs> Mahaprabhu covered in dust and dirt, and, uh, and this is transcendentally beautiful. Dakite uh, shobana. Shobana means luminous. So usually dirt and dust is sort of the opposite of luminous, luminosity. But in this case, the Lord's uh, body being transcendental makes the dust even uh, more luminous, or the dust makes his body luminous. 
And then it describes uh, some more details of the different places within the temple compound that they uh, cleaned. Um, and then it says, Mahaprabhu would collect all of the dust and grains, trina duli jinkur, straw, dust, and grains of sand, jinkur. He would bring together, he would collect in a pile, and then he would gather this in his prasadivas, his his sannyas cloth, the front cloth, and then he would take it outside and dump it. The other devotees would do the same in great jubilation. Paramaharishe. The Lord then told the devotees, Ke koto koriacha samarjan I can tell how much you have labored and how well you have cleansed the temple simply by seeing all the straw and dust you have collected outside. <laughs> so Lord Chaitanya is judging how much the devotees are working. If someone is you know, just spacing out, then they're not getting the recognition. They're not working. Uh, they're not doing their service. And then it goes on to say that however much the devotees collected, Mahaprabhu, he always had a bigger pile <laughs> of dirt. <laughs> and, then he orders them to clean everything again inside the temple. Uh, you've done it once, now let's do it again. Shabha Vaishnav Laya Jabe Dui Bar Shodila Dekki Mahaprabhur Mane Santosh Hoila. After Sri Chaitanya, Mahaprabhu and all the Vaishnavas cleansed the temple for the second time. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very happy to see the cleansing work. Now, so far it's just been sweeping, but now it gets more intense because now is going to come the water for washing. Uh, verse 96, as soon as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu called for water, all the men immediately brought the hundred water pots, which were completely filled, and delivered them before the Lord. And then it says Mahaprabhu himself proceeds with washing uh, Again, ceilings, walls, and floors uh, now using water. Kapara bariya jol urdve chalayila she jole urda shodhi bhitti prakalila. Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself 
and his devotees began to throw water onto the ceiling. When this water fell, it washed the walls and floor. Just imagine the scene. Imagine you are there with, with Mahaprabhu and all the devotees. Imagine Mahaprabhu himself personally taking pots of water and throwing them on the ceiling. And I would think the ceiling would be quite high uh, because temples like this, um, Indian temples, the ceiling can be very high. Then it says Mahaprabhu was uh, washing the sitting place of Lord Jagannath with his own hands. The devotees began, uh, brought more water for him, um, more brooming, more cleansing with water. Someone brought water to pour into the hands of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and someone poured water on his lotus feet, the water that fell from the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was drunk by someone who hid himself. Someone else begged for that water and another person was giving that water in charity. So while Mahaprabhu was busy with his cleaning service, what were the, some of the devotees to? They were secretly, or not so secretly, <laughs> bathing Lord Chaitanya's feet and taking that charanamrita. And then Mahaprabhu is going to realize what's happening, and he's not going to be happy about this, or at least externally not. The Lord mopped the rooms with his own clothes and he polished the throne with them also. There's a painting that shows this. In this way, all the rooms were cleansed with a hundred water pots. After the rooms had been cleansed, the minds of the devotees were as clean as the rooms. So uh, let's see, moving a bit further, jumping some more water, uh, taking pots, empty pots, filling them. Mm. Everyone was engaged in doing this except Nityananda Prabhu Advaita Acharya, Sharup Damodar, Brahmananda Bharati, and Paramananda Puri. These were the senior devotees, so um, they were not uh, drafted into this engagement. Some of the pots were broken because they were all so excited carrying back and forth. Sometimes they'd run into each other and then the pots would break. Then they would bring new water pots. Uh, filling, pouring, filling again, chanting the holy name. Okay, verse 112. One person begged 
for a water pot, prartana, by chanting the holy names, Krishna, Krishna. And another delivered a pot, samarpana, while chanting Krishna, Krishna. So there's prartana and samarpana are going on uh, with one single mantra, namely Krishna, Krishna. No doubt there were also gestures. Krishna, Krishna, give me a pot. Krishna, Krishna, take the pot. Uh, so in this way, this became the way by which all communication uh, took place. As Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was vibrating the holy name of Krishna in ecstatic love, he himself was performing the work of hundreds of men. It appeared as though Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were cleansing and washing with a hundred hands. He approached every devotee just to teach him how to work. Protijane Pashe Jai Karana Shikshana. Shikshana instructing, Karana uh, doing, doing the Shikshana, doing the instruction. Uh, Protijana Pashe. Um, Next to each of each of the uh, devotees, Protijan, next to each one. When he saw someone doing nicely, the Lord praised him. So this is part of teaching. When someone does something well, we praise them. But if he saw that someone was not working to his, the Lord's satisfaction, he immediately chastised that person, not bearing him any grudge. So he would sharply say, hey, get to work. But it was not out of any uh, anger. Mone na milile kore pobitra bartsana. Pobitra. Bartsana means chastisement, means scolding the lord would say tumi bhalo kuriacho shikaha onjere e motto bhalo karma sheho jena kore the lord would say you have done well please teach this to others so that they may act in the same way so that's also uh, part of teaching teaching others to become teachers. We should all become teachers. This was Srila Prabhupada's desire, that we all become teacher, everyone become guru. Uh, everyone should become uh, qualified for teaching Krishna Bhakti. So in this way, the cleansing is going on. Um, and when Mahaprabhu would, uh, when Mahaprabhu would say this, "You're doing very well now. Show others." It says as soon as they heard Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu say this, 
everyone became ashamed. Thus the devotees began to work with great attention. So he's complimenting them and they feel ashamed. Like he's saying, he's being nice to us, but actually uh, what's happening is <clears throat> uh, that uh, we are not doing as well as we can. In this way, the meeting place was washed, the entire yard, the raised sitting places, the kitchen and every other room. Thus, all places around the temple were thoroughly washed. Um, okay, now comes the trouble. There has to be some trouble. Hanokale Gaudiya Ekasubudhi Sharalo Prabhur Chorona Juge Dilagatajalo. After everything was thoroughly washed, one Vaishnava from Bengal, who was very intelligent and simple, came and poured water on the lotus feet of the Lord. The Gaudiya Vaishnava then took that water and drank it himself. Seeing that, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu felt a little unhappy and was also outwardly angry. Tahadeki Prabhur Mone Dukkha Rosha Hoilo. Rosha. Um, there was some anger. Mone. In his mind, Dukkha, there was some unhappiness. Although the Lord was certainly satisfied with him, Jajapi Gosai Tore Hayache Santosh Dharma Sangstapan Lagi Bahire Maharosh. He became angry externally in order to establish the etiquette of religious principles, Dharma Sangstapana. And Mahaprabhu calls Sharup Damodar. Sharup Damodar is really, he's really one of the, we can say, super close associates uh, to Mahaprabhu. And Mahaprabhu says to Sharup Damodar, this person from Bengal has washed my feet within the temple of the Lord. Not only that, but he has drunk the water himself. I now do not know what my destination is because of this offense. Indeed, your Bengali Vaishnava has greatly implicated me. At this point, Sharup Damodar Gosai caught the Gaudiya Vaishnava by the neck and giving him a little push, ejected him from the Gundichapuri temple and made him stay outside. Go outside. <laughs> Prabhupada exp explains in a purport, uh, you know, this would be a, a, a seva aparad uh, to, um, well, to worship someone in front of the Lord is a seva aparad and the deity of the Lord. Now, someone may object and say, well, the, the deity was not yet there. 
And this may be, we can say, the reason why Mahaprabhu was not so terribly angry. But in any case, he is also pointing out that this regulation is there, even though he is himself the Supreme Lord, he's teaching um, by his example. Yeah, then Sarvadamadar asks um, Mahaprabhu to excuse that devotee. And Mahaprabhu is not really angry. So then they all sit down. The devotee requests them to sit. And he sits in the middle of them. And it seems that they're not done cleaning. They still have some more cleaning to do. He finds more. Um, trina, kankara, kuta. Um, and some more cleaning has to be done. He says, I shall gather everyone's collection and I shall ask whoever has collected less than all the others to pay a fine of sweet cakes and sweet rice. So, of course, this is a very nice punishment. <laughs> but it could also be a challenge. Um, I mean, if the, if the devotee who has to do this is not so wealthy, and there's, it says here there's hundreds of devotees um, to cover the cost. Anyway, that's not discussed in detail. <clears throat> okay, and then a kind of summary of the whole event. E matta shabba puri korila shodan, shitala nirmala koila jena nijaman. In this way, all the quarters of the Gundicha temple were completely cleansed and cleared. All quarters were cool and spotless, like ones cleansed and pacified mind. There's a very long purport uh, to verse 135 in which Srila Prabhupada is uh, elaborating uh, from Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur the significance of this pastime teaching us about purifying uh, the heart so that the Lord and take his place. So uh, the whole pastime can be taken in an allegorical way uh, to understand what we want to do to uh, give place for the Lord. The, uh, he mentions here, the Lord is already in the heart, but to keep him in the heart, we need to cleanse the heart. And we need to cleanse the heart very thoroughly. And therefore it's mentioned uh, cleansing of the Gundicha Mandir, not once, not, it seems three times, but in any case, twice. Uh, there's the gross uh, cleansing to be done, that is cleansing from uh, material desires uh, and so on. And then there's the subtle cleansing, the cleansing needed um, that even one may be so much purified, but still there can be remnants 
of the desire for lava, uh, uh, pratishta, and so on to be recognized or somehow um, enjoying subtly as a devotee. So I'm going to just read the last paragraph of this longer session, a longer purport. By his practical activity, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu informed us how to cleanse our hearts. Once the heart is cleansed, we should invite Lord Sri Krishna to sit down and we should observe the festival Krishna Mahamantra. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to teach every devotee by his personal behavior. Everyone who spreads the cult of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepts a similar responsibility. The Lord was personally chastising and praising individuals in the course of the cleansing, and those who are engaged as acharyas must learn from Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu how to train devotees by personal example. The Lord was very pleased with those who could cleanse the temple by taking out undesirable things accumulated within. This is called anartha nivritti, cleansing the heart of all unwanted things. Thus, the cleansing of the Gundicha Mandir was conducted by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to let us know how the heart should be cleansed and soothed cleansed and soothed, made peaceful to receive Lord Sri Krishna and enable him to sit within the heart without disturbance. So that's very nice. All of this, again, is preparation for Lord Jagannath uh, to come to Gundicha. And the next chapter, chapter 13, is where the wonderful description of Mahaprabhu's and his associates dancing in Ratayatra is going on. All of which is happening in the mood of the devotees of Vrindavan bringing Krishna back to Vrindavan from uh, Kurukshetra. Hare Krishna. Um, Let's see if there are comments. Avaduta Rai says, it's been said that the Brajbasis were cleaning Vrindavan when they heard Krishna is coming back after 100 years of absence. Billions of gopis. Um, Mm, yes. So there were feeling 
the Lord's absence and in his absence, they didn't feel inclined to clean, but then in anticipation of his coming, uh, they were very eager to clean. Um, Sugopi Tungavidya says, I have a question related to the offense against Mahaprabhu inside Gundicha temple. According to Pancharatra, we should not offer obeisance in front of the deity. Is this the purpose that our Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita class are so scheduled uh, that uh, we offer obeisance to the speaker on Vyasasana when the temple door is closed? Um, yes, that could be. Uh, different temples have different arrangements. So um, I guess you can say some are more concerned about this than others. Uh, one, sometimes it will be said that uh, this pancharatric uh, injunction is to do with uh, offering respect to mundane persons, but that the Lord is actually very pleased to see his devotees being honored, uh, and it is therefore not improper to honor them in the temple. We see in Vrindavan, I've seen uh, in the Radharaman temple, the evening Tulsi Puja, Worship of Tulsi goes on with the curtain of, uh, of Radharaman open. Um, so he is seeing the worship of his devotee, Tulsi Devi. And the Radharaman uh, pujaris say, you know, the Lord is, is pleased. He likes, he likes to see this. In Iskhan, because Prabhupada at one time specified so it's been, uh, as far as I know, generally kept pretty strictly that the uh, curtain will be closed during the worship of Tulsi. So different traditions are there with different understandings, the general principle being uh, not disrespecting the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Hare Krishna, anyone else have anything you want to comment or um, or ask? Uh, Dira Lalita. Hi dear Guru Maharaj, uh, I, I, I wouldn't have a question on this uh, wonderful pastime. It just seems to me that um, devotees are worried about um, yeah, that a PDF file that you have um, put on chat, but I think um, I think um, by mistake you probably have um, actually forwarded it to my name, as I have sent you. A oh, I see. <laughs> yes, and and okay. uh, they, they they do ask me. I just copy and and you know put it uh, for everyone, but actually I don't know how to do it. Oh. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Um, okay, let's see. Maybe I can just do it again. Uh, 
It's maybe easier if I do it. Uh, let's see if I can get it. Yeah, here we go. This will be quick. Okay, now it should be visible to everyone. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Guru Maharaj, uh, uh, I was asked by um, a dear devotees from Poland, if I could just say a few words uh, to our God family about the um, a new PayPal account that... Uh, Mukundamala, uh, dear God, sister, and Father Chandra Prabhu have uh, made. Um, so, for um, our regular um, contributions for maintaining Sadhu Bhavan uh, on a monthly basis. Um, I will ask now our dear uh, Mother Jeevan uh, Nitai Prabhu just to post the, uh, a link for the Facebook. Um, because uh, all the details are there on the Facebook, and I'm sure that everybody has a um, uh, connection to the Facebook. Um, well, they asked me to, to uh, announce this, that we do have a new a PayPal account for all of our God brothers and sisters who would like to help out on a regular basis, um, our devotees from Poland who are devoted to uh, the service of, uh, for our Burmaj and Sadhu Bhavan, um, they need our help. And as we usually have family to, um, to celebrate, to give a trouble to a family and to ask for a help. <laughs> so we're asking for a help. Um, obviously what you can, it would be nice to um, help out our devotees in Poland and to serve the opportunity to serve our Guru Maharaj in this way uh, is, I think, God-given. And hopefully sometime <laughs> when things open up, um, if I'm not traveling, if I'm here, uh, you will also be able to come here. Um, I don't know, from Argentina, it might be difficult, but, and from Beijing, well, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you so much, Grimard, for the invite. We're hoping someday to have more facility here for, uh, for visiting guests. At present, uh, facility is quite limited. Maybe we can bring tents. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> well, there's plenty of space uh, for tents. <laughs> okay, well, thank you all so much for joining us today. Um, I do wish you all a wonderful festival tomorrow, uh, appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, you will have any lecture tomorrow for Gurpunim? Are you giving a lecture? Yes, uh, I'm giving lecture for the Czech farm tomorrow. It's scheduled at um, nine o'clock European time. Um, which is, 
I think there's something posted about that, but I don't know. Uh, somebody sent something and I saw a message. So maybe that's also in the Facebook. I'm not fully informed myself, but that will be there. Thank you, Bill. You'll find out. Yes, okay. And in any case, uh, let us all welcome Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his devotees into our lives yet again, or yet more than we have. And let's pray to Mahaprabhu for his blessing uh, to teach us how to serve Krishna, how to purify the heart, how to, how to be all that we can in Krishna's service and how we can teach others how to be all they can be in Krishna's service. Okay, so Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrinda ki jai, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur ki jai, Shri Shri Panchatattva ki jai, Nittai Gaura Premanande. Thank you, Guru Maharaj. Thank you. 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 Thank you.